0: And Podcast Land is now on board. And let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What do President Zelensky of Ukraine, Angela Merkel of Germany, Tony Blair, former Prime Minister of Great Britain, and Governor Gavin Newsom all have in common. Well, I'll tell you right after I introduce myself. This is Big John. I am on Americana, the American Way podcast and videocast. The thing that I have in common is they are all students of the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum also includes members such as 600 of the world's largest corporations and banks. Hmm. They're also working on a thing called uh, Global Vaccine Identity. A global identity. Starting with your Childhood vaccination records being electronically or digitally stored. So, next generation of little bitty babies, as they get their vaccines, they're going to be stored digitally for these 600 corporations and the World Economic Fund. And the leaders like Zelensky, Merkel, eventually probably the president of Russia, China, the United States. And it's going to become your global identity. Look up ID2020 along with the world's uh, words World Economic Forum. Um. Uh, And I believe the website is called medium.com or medium.org. And you can find all sorts of fun information about how they want everybody in the world to have one global identity. And this could open the door to a global credit score, a global, not necessarily currency but global credit, so instead of working for a dollar dollar bill player, you'll be working, well, probably not, not, not my generation, but these liberals are sneaky little bastards and probably they will be working towards uh, maybe my grandkids if I ever have kid kids, but you get my drift uh, instead of working for money or your nation's currency, you'll be w- working for global credits. Spooky, 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 spooky. We saw how Canada, Canada, Canada was able to freeze people's bank accounts under. The loosest, vaguest, most vague interpretation of their Emergencies Act. We see how easily uh, the world has frozen Russia's assets through these global banks. And what will come next? The rest of the world, folks. The rest of the world. How are you? I was burning my stogie a little unevenly, so I wanted to relight that little spot there. The rest of the world does not enjoy the freedoms that the United States is giving away, folk. <sighs> you know, in Canada, you can act, there have been people jailed for saying something mean. I know you're saying, wow, Donald Trump would have been in prison for his mean tweets. Quite possibly. now we had summer 2020 riots where cities were burned and celebrities and politicians raised money to get their constituency out of jail not good but we had truck drivers we have protesters far less violent Not violent at all. Arrested in Canada. Arrested in Russia for protesting Putin's war with Ukraine. How does this all tie in to what I'm about to talk about, the war between Ukraine and Russia? I hope it doesn't tie in at all. But I do want you to know, bless, bless our little hearts, bless the hearts of the American soldiers, because post-World War II, they've essentially been the world's babysitter, and every war post-World War II has been a for-profit war. What the hell difference did it make to the United States of America if North Korea overtook South Korea? It meant a lot to the Korean people well the South Korean people North Korean people are still uh, at the under the 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 foot of a dictator but what did this How did we help South Korea? We gave them access to some freedoms. Freedom to buy American products. Freedom to make American products. Uh, And they've done a damn good job of building themselves into a a global economic power down under South Korea. Don't get me wrong. but truthfully have they were they was that war really fought for their freedom or was it fought because the world needed the the military industrial complex quoting Dwight David Eisenhower needed to continue to make money now President Zelensky Ukrainian from new this is from Newsweek Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Sunday floated the prospect of holding peace talks in the city of Jerusalem nearly a month after Ukraine, the Ukraine invasion began. Uh, In a video address after speaking with Israel's legislative body via video on Sunday, Zelensky said Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu, or no, wait, (laughs) that was a long time ago, Uh, Neftali Bennett is trying to find a way to negotiate with Russia Bennett had been working to act as an intermediate between Ukraine and Russia so that sooner or later we start talking to Russia, perhaps in Jerusalem, Zelensky Zelensky said, who is Jewish. That's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, In a video shared on his channel on Telegram, the Telegram messaging service. So, we had the world send millions and billions of dollars in military equipment and aid to Ukraine. They haven't had a a war. In four years and there were some skirmishes that were continuing you know as Trump came into office but we didn't have the big wars that the the, the international arms dealers like so did the banks need some economies to collapse did they need some dollars <laughs> to become weaker on the global scene. Everything's for profit, man. Putin is a nut. He got nothing to do with this. He wanted, wanted to be a badass and invade Ukraine, and he couldn't do it with Trump in the, in the White House. Trump would have smoked his ass. I mean, he was afraid of Trump. I don't care about that little press conference they had where people said, oh, Trump looked timid and weak. Trump couldn't come out and be his boisterous, overbearing self. And we don't know what they said to one another behind closed doors. But everyone on planet Earth agrees... If Donald Trump were still the American president, none of this would have happened. But did Zelensky's friends at the World Economic Forum say, hey, look, (laughs) you got to surrender. You got to hold up, pal. Something's got to give here. The world economy is in a shambles right now. The arms dealers, they've made enough money. Halt this war, surrender, negotiate for peace, do what you have to do. Because believe me, the, the arms dealers made a killing in the last month. Okay? The $800 million in aid that. The United States government recently approved it's not, they're not just giving $800 million to Ukraine, they're buying American weapons from American arms manufacturers <coughs> and then sending those $800 million in weapons to Ukraine. The first $14 billion. Half of it went straight to the United States Department of Defense. Okay? And then the rest of it, you know, some of it went to buy military weapons from American military manufacturers and send them to Ukraine. Uh, Some of it went to some American media something something. To make sure that Russia and Putin weren't putting out disinformation like our own media doesn't do enough of that. Um, But there were all these reasons and all these people that benefited from the money that was distributed. And a lot of your top politicians in the world, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wearing my tinfoil hat and I'm Alex Jones in it. But I'm probably not because this world is screwed up. There are people that are benefiting financially from this war. Putin may end up benefiting because he may end up negotiating his pipeline that he wanted. You know, Russia is already controlling... The natural gas and oil flow to Europe. That's what his end game was. That was a, that's what his profit margin was. Get that, keep that control. Get that Nord Stream two pipeline going through Ukraine, by hook or by crook. How much do you want to bet that's going to be a bargaining chip Russia uses? Because Trump took steps to cut that off. Biden erased those steps. And then he put, to look tough, he put in the sanctions that Trump already had in place on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. There's already a Nord Stream pipeline going all over Europe. It just goes around Ukraine. Well, you know, the fastest way between two points is a straight line. So if you can put that Nord Stream 2 through Ukraine, now Russia has more access to, uh, or easier access via pipeline through Ukraine to Western Europe. one of these articles Zelensky's warning of World War 3 so is this a shazam a sham for a dog and pony show to show oh look world we tried to negotiate with Russia but now we need more money and more weapons see what the old, uh, the NY Post has to say. So, this, uh, article starts out titled, title Wave: Zelensky warns of World War III if Russia-Ukraine peace talks fail. I don't know if (laughs) Zelensky's in the place to the place of power to decide when World War III breaks out. Putin certainly is. Ukraine President Vol- uh, Volodymyr Zelensky offered a dire outlook on the war Sunday, saying he is willing to negotiate with Russian President Vladimir Putin, but failure at peace talks could lead to World War III. I'm ready for negotiations with him. Zelensky told CNN's Fareed Zakaria in an interview. I was ready for the last two years, and I think without negotiations we cannot end this war. No shit, Sherlock. If there's just a 1% chance to stop this war, I think that we need to take this chance. We need to do that. I can tell you about the results of the negotiations. In any case, we are losing people on a daily basis, innocent people on the ground, he said. So I think we have to use any format, any chance in order to have a possibility of negotiating, the possibility of talking to Putin. But if these attempts fail, that would mean that this is a third world war, the Ukrainian leader said. So, in my conspiratorial little membrane here, could people be telling Zelensky, hey, oops, no, don't do that. Uh, Go out there and pretend to talk peace, and then we can ramp this war up and you'll be a hero? You can defeat the mighty Soviet army, and we'll help you in order to fuel economic, the war economy? I don't think so. Uh, I think that's a little, lot far-stretched of me to say that, but it's happened before, and there's no need for World War III right now sorry. Ukraine needs to give up, give Russia its two territories that identify as Russian and be done with it. So I hope there's world peace. I hope that there's not a more sinister uh, motive behind all of this, but you just can't trust these people. You cannot trust the World Economic Forum and Hans, what's his name, the 600 600 of the biggest companies in the world that are members of the World Economic Forum, uh, the people that have been schooled and trained at the World Economic Forum, like Zelensky like other global leaders, and even peons like uh, Newsom in California, who shouldn't be governor right now, but probably stole that election from Larry Elder. Anyhow, that's all I have for today. I just want to get a few conspiracies out cheer. make you thunk a little bit more. Um... Look for my other last video about Hunter Biden's laptop. It's pretty intriguing. Why are we allowed to know about it now? But the media didn't want us to know about it a year and a half ago. So, yeah. And the Hunter Biden laptop story could be just a cover, you know, something, a sideshow because... The war is winding down and the media needs something to keep ratings up. Maybe it's to distract us from our president's failure uh, in this uh, wartime. Who knows? But it's out there. You are now officially allowed to know that Hunter Biden's laptop was full of information about corruption by president biden his son hunter and lots of other terrible terrible things god bless y'all pray for one another thank you for your prayers for me and my family and y'all have a good time good night good day good whatever (laughs) Till next time bye bye